Some days it just doesn't pay to get out of bed. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Mike Russo. Will is not here tonight. He went to the Huntsville Comic Con. I hope he's having a good time. But I don't need any stinking help on this podcast. Well, actually, yeah, I do. I need a co-host. And luckily, I have one tonight who really wanted to be on this episode for a really important reason. So, you know, sometimes you have to have a little help. So... I'm talking to my friend once again, Owen Calais. Welcome back, Owen. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm, and there's a really good reason you wanted to be on this. You actually asked for this episode a very long time ago. Um, because who is your favorite Darkwing Duck villain? Oh, good old Liquidator. And he is back for one final time in this episode. So if there was ever an episode for you to be on, this was it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Out of the five episodes he was on. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we continue, I, I want to give you a moment to discuss Liquidator. Why do you like him? Why is he your favorite? Like, what's so great about him? I always liked um, Liquidator's powers, I guess, because I always thought, um, especially in Dry Heart, that they're just so um, extreme, I guess. Like, uh, there's the, for the force of water is just so powerful, and I think... Um, in his later episodes, such as this one, uh, he doesn't use it to the fullest potential, but like it, it, it's such a strong power. Uh, also, um, Bud Flood was just, you know, um, he was kind of evil before he got his powers, unlike, uh, let's just say, Bushrood or, or Megavolt. Yeah. So. Yeah, he is a very fun villain. Um, I always kind of thought he was underrated and no one liked him until this podcast started. And I met you, I met uh, Tiffany, and I met a bunch of people who really liked him. And then a lot of people who said Dryhard was one of their favorites. So it, it definitely made me reassess that episode and this character. Um He's never going to be one of my favorites. I mean, Megavolt and Quackerjack and Negaduck kind of have my heart forever. Um, but Liquidator is still pretty cool. And I, and I totally get why people love him. Um, I mean, unfortunately, since Will's not here, he doesn't. he's missing his final chance to talk about Quackerjack. Um, oh, yeah. But I'm sure he won't miss his chance to mention Quackerjack again in later episodes when he doesn't show up and we're going to miss him. Um, but yeah, this, is, this episode is Jailbird. Uh, it's a big one. It's a fan favorite. I think it's one of the last really great episodes of the syndicated run, of which we only have three more left. Uh, it's the last episode with Quackerjack, Bushroot, and Liquidator, like I said. Uh, it's also the last episode uh, not to star Goslin, despite a short cameo she's got in this one. Um, and it has a really cool ending. Uh, but let's not talk too much about that. We'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, before we go into any more detail, Owen, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I, You know, Mike, I think this is one of the first Darkwing episodes I've ever seen um, when it played on Toon Disney years ago. Really? Uh, yes. Um, I could be wrong, uh, but I, I believe this is – I believe so. I think this is one of the first episodes I've ever seen, um, and I, I loved it. I um, This is one of my favorite episodes. I want to so – go so far as to say it's my number one, but it's definitely in my top five. What is your number one? Time and Punishment. 
Oh, not even. Well, he is, he is kind of in there, but not really. That's not a liquidator episode. So I'm actually surprised it wasn't dry hard or something else like that. Yep. I'm not going to argue time and punishment though. Yep. That one is fantastic. And funny enough, the, the one line liquidator has in that episode came from this one. Yeah. Funny enough. Um, so yeah, I saw this one obviously when it, when it first aired in the Disney afternoon. I think it's uh, my last really big favorite from that run. The last three are okay. One isn't. One isn't so great. But this is the last Darkwing Duck episode as a kid I actually memorized. Um, so obviously I really enjoy this one. Um, I don't have an air date because, like I mentioned, uh, I think it was last episode. Uh, the air dates I was giving for these last five episodes don't line up with the week. So I'm not quite sure when this was aired. Probably the last week or two of May. It's 76th in production order. So like two from the end. Uh, as far as the Disney Afternoon episodes of 78. Um, the story editor on this episode uh, was the first one by Doug Langdale. Um, to air at least. And as far as writers go, it's the last one written by Doug Langdale. He got quite a promotion from uh, writer to story editor, but he didn't write this one alone. Uh, this is the first episode co-written by Michael Muirer, um, who would go on to also write uh, on his own Bad Luck Duck and two episodes from ABC season two. I don't have much to say about this new writer. He was writing since 78, still active. Um, all sorts of random stuff from the 80s and 90s and 2000s. Uh, the only other Disney thing he wrote was like one episode of Gummy Bears. He didn't write any of the heavy hitting shows like Tiny Toons or Animaniacs or any of the Nicktoons. Lots of like more obscure stuff. Um, even Actually, the IMDb credits like this Darkwing Duck episode as something he's notable for. Um, but yeah, this is... I like to. I love to find out what exactly went on with Doug Langdale and Kevin Crosby Hops. Why Kevin left, being a story editor, and then Doug was promoted, and maybe he started writing this one and then was promoted, and Michael Muir finished it. Um, it's possible. I don't know. I'd love to get the uh, the info on that. I think it's a. I think it's a well written episode. There are some issues with it. I do intend to bring up. Um, but Owen, what do you think? Yeah, let's get into it. And finally, uh, of course, I have to mention the animation. Uh, this is another one done by Hanho Huangup. Uh, I like the animation on this one. It's a little, it has its ups and downs. Sometimes it's a little, um, what's the word you used for it before we were talking, Owen? What's the word you used for the animation in this one? I used disjointed, but that's from a lack of knowledge on animation. No, I, I think that's a good one because there are a few scenes that aren't really that well animated, but there are a few of them that are like really fun. Uh, this is an example of an episode of Hanho where the characters are really bouncy and rubbery. And there are scenes of Darkwing at the beginning getting beaten up and he's like his head's kind of bouncing around like he's a bobblehead. And some of the stuff is really cool in this one, especially, uh, again, the ending. Um, this is, I don't know if it's my favorite Hanho episode, but it's definitely up there. There are other ones they did that are really bland, but this is definitely not one of them. I think the animation has a lot of life to it. And of course, that's going to happen when you put all these supervillains together. Um, the Fearsome Five, that's obviously, that's why we love this one. It's got all these villains in it. But um, yeah, we've mentioned all of that. We have Hanho Huang up on board. We have our writers. And I think it's time to talk some Jailbird. Uh, Owen, are you ready? 
Oh, I'm ready. I'm How born. does this one start? You can start this one off. Well, uh, DW and Launchpad are watching television where there's an ad for the Mystic Eye of Quaxicodo. Uh, it's it's placed in the museum of Winky the Clown. And um, this episode has Frank Welker all over it. Like, he does at least five different characters, and he does Winky. Um, I don't think we ever see Winky again. Um but yeah, this Winky the Clown, I don't really know how to describe this guy. Yeah, it's Winky. It starts off kind of funny, like the, the narration's very serious. And you know it's Frank Welker, because it's definitely that serious Frank Welker voice. Um, I'm a fan of the show Futurama. Are you familiar with it? Yes, I think I've seen the first season of Futurama. Yeah, this is the voice Frank Welker does for the character of Nibbler. Like, very serious. And he uh. does that. And then all of a sudden the voice changes to goofy, like a goofy clown voice right in the middle of the dialogue. Um, so, yeah, Winky the Clown is going to be at the museum with the mystic eye. And he says, if you come see it, you'll get a free cat polisher, which sounds very inhumane. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever. Um, so Darkwing decides to go guard it all by himself. Um, who gets the short end of the stick in this episode, though? A certain pilot. Uh, oh, yeah, Launchpad, yeah. Yeah, what, what happens to poor Launchpad in this one? Uh, he, he wants to help, but uh, Darkwing says no. He, he could do it all by himself. He wants to do it solo. Isn't that a little bit out of character for Darkwing? Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, I like this one, but I think what this episode's trying to do is push this um, everyone-needs-help uh, moral. So to do that, Darkwing has to be a bit of a jerk. In this episode, and I find it odd he wouldn't want his sidekick to come with him. Yeah. Yeah, and it, uh, so go on. Oh, I was just gonna say his his ego really shows in this episode. Yeah, he has a really big ego. I mean, yeah, it's just he's just guarding an emerald, but you'd think he'd want the company at least. Yeah. So he he gets to the museum, you know, after he totals the rat catcher. Um, so he definitely could use a little bit of help. But he goes to the museum, and he gets rid of the guard. Uh, the guard, again, is a Frank Welker voice. Um, sounds a bit like Fred from Scooby-Doo. Huh. So that's how I knew it was Frank. So Darkwing pushes the, uh, the guard aside, actually pushes him into the elevator, sends him on his way. And as Darkwing is standing there talking about how great he is, who sneaks into the museum through the window? The Fearsome Five. Right behind him. He's in the foreground talking, and the five of them come in from the background. It's actually pretty funny how casually they do that. Yeah. In, in fact, they're actually stealing the eye as he walks past them, caught up in his narration. He's narrating. He goes, hey, how's it going, guys? And goes back to narration. Yeah. So my, another, you know, my other, it's a slight issue with this one is he beats these guys really easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like every single time he goes up against them, whether it's um, Justice Ducks or um, Negaverse, they when they're combined against him, they beat him really easy. Um, but that doesn't happen this time because Negaduck sends each one individually after him. Uh, we'll go in order. First is Megavolt. Um, how does the fight between Darkwing and Megavolt go, Owen? Well, Megavolt shoots the lightning and Darkwing reflects it right back at him. And there goes Megavolt. Like, one-two punch, Megavolt's gone. Yeah. Uh, next is Bushroot. 
Uh, Bushroot says a plant's got to do what a plant's got to do. Uh, so we get vines coming out. Go to attack Darkwing. What does Darkwing do? And uh, Darkwing uh, cuts cuts them with a the hedge trimmer. And when he goes after Bushroot, Bushroot tries to run away, but crashes into a suit of armor and knocks himself out. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of sad. These these powerful villains are not doing very well. So next comes Liquidator, who actually gets a shot in. Yeah. Uh, how does this fight go? Oh, man, Mike, don't make me say it. Oh, no, he gets trapped in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it's like Darkwing could not beat him the very first time he fought him. He couldn't. But, like, this time he just picks up a jar and captures him in the jar and corks it, and that's it. Um, to <sighs> Liquidator's credit, yeah, to Liquidator's credit, he does hit Darkwing by turning himself into a fly swatter. Um, he does get the first shot in. But Darkwing captures him pretty quickly. Um, so at this point, the the three really powerful villains have been defeated. Quackerjack's left, and Negaduck gives up. He's done. He grabs the Mystic Eye, and he leaves. Um, so it's time for Quackerjack to fight Darkwing. Uh, that doesn't go well either. Uh, Quackerjack throws a spring at him, tangles him up for a second. Uh, but Darkwing throws the spring back at him and basically springs an entire sarcophagus at him. Uh, and that's it. Quackerjack's defeated, too. We get our very, very last. I was wrong the last time. This is the very last time Quackerjack ever says it's playtime. So it's the end of an era for this. He also does not have Banana Brain. So this is kind of a toned-down Quackerjack in this episode. Not one of his best ones. I actually think the character who shines the most in this episode is probably Liquidator. What do you think? I would have to agree with that. And I think he has the episode's best line at the end of the episode. <laughs> I think he really does. Oh, oh he I, does. I know you agree. He he really does shine. Second would be Megavolt, I'd say. Yes. Um, but Darkwing Duck defeats them, turns around, he's gloating, and then suddenly realizes Negaduck's gone and he has the Mystic Eye. So that's a problem. So Darkwing comes up with a plan. Owen, what's Darkwing's crazy plan to get Negaduck? Darkwing wants to infiltrate the supermax prison for supervillains by getting arrested by impersonating a supervillain in order to find out where negaduck's hideout is it's so convoluted (laughs) it doesn't like it's too convoluted like again why is he doing this i mean isn't anybody else worried about the mystic eye aren't the police after negaduck does anybody besides darkwing care (laughs) <laughs> why does he have to do this? And of course, when Launchpad asks, you know, you know, can you need some help? What does Darkwing tell him? No, he's going to do it solo. He's going to do it by himself because Launchpad will cramp his style. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. That's, that's not, <laughs> that's mean. Yeah. Um, so he, of course, Darkwing has to come up with a, uh, a super villain disguise. The first one is um, Jumping Quack Flash, which is just him with a helmet and springs on his feet. Uh, That's not all that great. What happens to Darkwing? Well, he crashes into the ceiling, and uh, that's the end of that idea. (laughs) Yeah, so before we check back on Darkwing's uh, pathetic attempts to be a supervillain, we check in with the Fearsome Four, and they're in the prison. And first one we see is Megavolt, and he is just... Not feeling this. 
Yeah. What is what is what are they what have they got Megavolt doing? He's the scarecrow. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to see how prison treats the four of them. Each one handles it differently. Yeah. Megavolt is just a whiny brat the entire time. He hates it there. Yeah. Um so he's complaining. And Liquidator is really in a good mood. He's very up. Like, it would figure he'd be up. You know, like, really, really upbeat. And he's like, you know, let's not be so tense. Negaduck will get us out. And Bushroot's terrified of Quackerjack. Why, Owen? Why is he so scared of Quackerjack? Because Quackerjack is going crazy. Like, he's he's cutting the... the... <laughs> The plants in the garden with his teeth, with the toy teeth. And he loves it. Yeah. Bushfruit says someone should tell him prison isn't supposed to be fun. <laughs> He's like, guards, I'm almost out of weeds. <laughs> <laughs> He's having way too much fun. So so prison's driving him even more insane. But we get this funny bit with, with Megavolt. We think Megavolt's handling this okay. Megavolt's like, look at him. He's nuts. And then Megavolt starts talking to a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> and Liquidator has this great closing line. He says, let the cleansing power of prison wipe away your cares and your sanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. And Bushra doesn't know what to do with himself. Um, so we check in with Negaduck now. He's all gloating. He's got the mystic eye. He doesn't need the fearsome four. He's got it. They're idiots. He hopes they're comfortable in prison. Um, and then what is what happens? What does Negaduck discover? Well, uh, a dove flies in and he tries to feed it to a cat. Um, and some the the mystic eye is powered up and it combines the dove and the cat together into a flying cat. And the cat gains at least 100 pounds. Oh, yes. The cat is also another one of those Frank Welker voices. You you know it. When it, when Frank Welker's doing a cat, you know it's Frank Welker. Because it's, it's actually – it sounds like Waffles from Goof Troop. And I know Frank Welker did Waffles. Uh, that's how I pieced that one together. Um, so, yeah, the cat's got the dove's wings and flies off. And so, of course, Negaduck gets an idea. Because he didn't know this thing could actually – do this it was always said it could but he had no idea so he says i'm going to visit my chums in prison after all yep. so it's time to check back in with darkwing we have another supervillain disguise which one is this the roller duck uh, he looks ridiculous um uh, yeah. he decides to snatch a yuppie's briefcase and for anybody you know who might recognize the yuppie this is one of the pats from wiffle while you work unmistakable um, when he tries to snatch the briefcase, his tech doesn't exactly cooperate what happens. The rocket shoots him up into the air, and, and he comes crashing down. He's going, nice rocket, pretty rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he crashes into the ground. Then the rocket ignites. <laughs> um, so he's got one more supervillain persona, and this is the one that he sticks with. Uh, what is this persona? Demolition Duck. So Demolition Duck is simply Darkwing with a mohawk, a leather jacket, a belt, and steel-toed boots. And I don't know why he thinks this would make him a supervillain, because he looks like a biker. Right. Um, but he's certain he'll be locked up just for wearing the ridiculous getup. He's certain. Yeah. 
Um, so he goes to rob a convenience store. And how does how does his attempted robbery go? He actually stops a couple of robbers <laughs> unintentionally. Um, I believe IMDb, at least, says the robbers are voiced by Jack Angel and Jim Cummings. I couldn't quite place the voices, uh, but there you go. Yeah, he accidentally stops them when he, he throws open the doors and crushes them against the walls. Um, so he's like, ooh, my mistake. <laughs> um, so it's great. A, a crowd shows up, and the guy who runs out of the store going, he's a hero. He stopped those crooks. Again, that's Frank Welker. Again, it sounds like Fred from Scooby-Doo. Um, so one guy says, just what the city needs, a new hero to replace that ridiculous Darkwing duck. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that must have been, that must have hit him right in the ego. Oh, yeah. So what happens next? Well, he, uh, he walks away from the store and the cops stop him for jaywalking. Yep. Uh, the cops, according to, once again, IMDB, are Jack Angel again and Michael Bell. One of them is doing the Irish accent because of all, because of course, all cops, at least one has to have the Irish brogue. Um, so the problem is, does he have any superpowers? No, but well, what does he do? He has the shadow puppetry. Ooh, shadow puppetry. It's like Darkwing came up with the outfit and he probably felt that was enough. <laughs> um, and but the funny thing is is it good enough for the cops oh yeah and i love as they're dragging him away he's just like twiddling his thumbs he has this smug look on his face oh, yeah. i love um, it that smirk he has it's really great um so now we go over to the jail and megavolt is still complaining what's he complaining about now <laughs> that is slop for his food which is slop is too cold i think it's the best megavolt line in the episode if there's anything worse than slop it's cold slop <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so great and um so darkwing gets brought in and he gets placed at the table with them he's like he said i'm gonna subtly work my questions into the conversation but he's really bad at that um so what happens next well, he, he tries to ask the Fearsome Four, where's Negaduck hiding out? And he's like, you know, the Fearsome Four is like, who are you? They're like, you look familiar. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's like, how come you never heard of me? I'm Demolition Duck. I do this and this. How have you not heard of me? He's and, so uh, arrogant. <laughs> yeah. So 100% egotistical. <laughs> and Quacker Jack goes, so squiggly. <laughs> and they figure it out right away that he must be Darkwing Duck. So they advance on him. We go to commercial. When we come back from commercial, they're still advancing on him. And this is where uh, Liquidator says, slice him and dice him. And they reuse that clip in Time and Punishment right from this episode. And what does Quacker Jack want to do to him? Did you catch that? No, I didn't. Tickle him to death. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So Demolition Duck, quote-unquote, tries to shadow puppets. That doesn't quite work. Um, so they jump him. What do you think of this huge fight cloud that happens when they jump on him? I uh, love... go, go ahead, go ahead. I, know, I just love the animation here. What did you think? It was really funny. Yeah, it was. Like, you see the giant toy teeth biting him and the Quacker Jack's... Uh, you, know, you see Liquidator's arms and the vines jumping everywhere. 
But then Bushroot realizes this can't be Darkwing Duck. No. Why? Because he's not calling Bushroot the mean names. <laughs> and then and then Megavolt's like, I think Bush Brain is right. <laughs> Quacker just like, yeah, good thinking, Melonhead. Melonhead. <laughs> Even amongst other villains, Bushroot can't get a break. I know. I feel so bad for him. It's a sad life being Bushroot. Um, so Darkwing decides the only thing left to do now is to find a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now this is my question about this ridiculous uh, maximum security supervillain prison. There are no other villains there. Like, mm-hmm. There's nobody else there except these four villains. Also... They've done nothing to contain Bushroot and Liquidator. They can pretty much do what they want. Right. Or even Megavolt still has his powers. What's stopping them from leaving? Nothing, really. Absolutely nothing. Because the next scene, you see them outside cracking rocks. And Megavolt's blasting rocks with his, with his electricity. And I don't know. Like, couldn't he just shoot the guards and leave? He could. But he doesn't. Couldn't Liquidator just jump into the water and just swim away? He could. He could, but he doesn't. Do you think the idea is that they're too stupid to realize it? Possibly. And I think in Quacker Jack's case, I don't think he wants to leave. <laughs> I don't think he does either. <laughs> He's the only one who probably couldn't physically leave if he, even if he wanted to. Right. Um, because the rest of them could easily do that. Right. Um, so Negaduck is down there, too. Uh, he just has to get up to the prison itself because it's on an island, but on a top of a really high, not even a mountain, just like a spire of rock or something. Uh, he tries to go up with a harpoon. Uh, that doesn't go well for Negaduck, does it? No, not at all. <laughs> no, the rock falls on him. Um, I've always said this about Negaduck. A lot of like people like like to picture him as such this ultimate powerful evil who's in total control, but he can be as big a klutz as Darkwing Duck. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so so Demolition Duck is still trying to figure out where Negaduck is hiding, and he's bugging Bushroot about it. And this is one of Liquidator's best scenes. What does Liquidator do? He says uh, four out of five supervillains. Uh, Dentists. Dentists recommend that you don't bug a supervillain. Yeah, great close-up of his face as he says that yeah. from like Darkwing's point of view. Like the, his whole face is filling up the screen, and then he he because Darkwing's the only one for some bizarre reason. Darkwing's chained to a ball and chain. The rest of them aren't. Apparently, those shadow puppets are so dangerous they had to put a <laughs> ball and chain on them. Um, yeah, so Liquidator smacks the ball and shoots Darkwing into a rock. Um, so what's Negaduck's next attempt to get inside the prison? He tries a hot air balloon, an aerial assault. And the hot air balloon is Negaduck colors, and it's wearing a Negaduck hat. Yeah. And uh, so Megavolt is, he's saying, if I don't do something destructive soon, I'll go nuts. He sees the balloon, and what does he do? He shoots it with his lightning. But it, it works out for Negaduck, because he crashes right into the warden's office. Yep. Um, it's Warden Waddlesworth. I'm surprised they actually call him that by name. Um, if you might remember Owen, he's the same Warden from Darkly Dawn's the Duck. Um, but he's not voiced by Jim. He's voiced by Frank Welker again. Uh, <laughs> this is Frank Welker's last voice, but he's all over this episode. They got him. They used him. That's um, right. 
So Negaduck says there's going to be some changes around here. So trouble's, trouble's coming. Yep. And um, so Demolition Duck decides to sneak and spy on everybody inside a fake rock. And what is he over here? He overhears Megavolt telling Liquidator that Negaduck is breaking them out. I wonder how Megavolt heard about that. I wonder. But I also noticed that Liquidator looks behind him at something. Do you think he knows Demolition Duck was back there? Probably. And he smiles. Yeah. Do you notice they put their arms around each other and Megavolt does not short out? Yeah, yeah, I, I did notice that. I said, that's a, that's a risky move. <laughs> How often are those two even together in the same scene like that? Here's yeah. to good friends. Tonight is kind of special. Um, so Darkwing has to alert the warden. Gets back into his Darkwing costume, which apparently was under the Demolition Duck costume the whole time. Um, he tries to jump away, but the ball and chain pulls him back to it and then lands on his head, which is great. The animation is pretty funny. How does he get into the warden's office? He swings the ball into the warden's office. Pulling and it pulls him. him alongside it. It's just great when he crashes through the wall. But it's too late because who's sitting in the chair? Negaduck. Holding a bazooka. Bazooka. Yeah. He's the warden all timed up. And uh, Negaduck says, it already is too late. So Darkin goes, gee, how time flies. Um, yeah. So we're building to the best part of the episode. Uh, bar none, right? Right. This is when we get good. So oh, yeah. he's got Darkwing against the wall with a bazooka. And the other four are like, yeah, yeah, you know, you, you came for us. But then Negaduck turns around and points the bazooka at them, too. What does he do, Owen? He steals the powers from the Fearsome Four. Can you describe the monstrosity he turns into? Oh, man, where to start? Uh, Well, he has uh, liquidator feet. His his feet are puddles. Uh, He has uh, Bushroot's arms. Uh, he has Megavolt's um, plug on his head. He has Quackerjack's um, frill, his his jester frill, and uh, and the hat. And the hat. Yeah. And he's got Megavolt's torso. Yes. But he still has the Negaduck hat except for the plug, and he has the cape. Yes. And his, and his eyes are glowing. Is it yellow? Yes, pure yellow. No pupils, and he has this really, like, processed voice, deep processed Negaduck voice. And he's also, like, three times as tall. Right. Because the, like we did it with the cat, it doesn't just suck the powers away. It makes you bigger, and it shrinks your victims. Um, so he's this giant monstrosity. You know what? It sounds like it could look like a mess, but this is a cool design. Uh, like, yes. Hanho Huang Up had their work cut out for them with all the characters they had to do in this episode to speak nothing of this thing. Um, and what does he call himself? He calls himself Mega Negaduck. And that's when Darkwing goes, some days he just doesn't pay to get out of bed. <laughs> Great. Um, so he traps Darkwing with the vines and then discovers that the, the Fearsome Four are whining and complaining about being double-crossed. So what does Mega Negaduck do to them? He he whacks them to the wall with his little uh, liquidator water pistol. And tells them they didn't deserve their powers. But one of them doesn't have powers, and is, but is still complaining. What did he steal from Quackerjack? 
He stole his wackiness. And Negaduck's like, I did not. And then what happens? He starts laughing like Quackerjack. <laughs> it's really great, though. Not just that. He gets Quackerjack's eyes, beak, and teeth as he laughs. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay, maybe I did. <laughs> um, so now we get a joke that I feel like they waited forever to do on Darkwing Duck. And it's like one of those things I always expected them to do. But the fact that they waited 76 episodes to do it is shocking to me. He fires the gas gun. Negaduck smacks it. It goes down his throat and he inflates. I like every time he would use that thing and a character would smack it back into him. I would always think this is a cartoon. They're going to do that sooner or later. And this is when they finally did it. Um, so yeah, Darkwing Duck inflates full of his own gas. And then Negaduck squeezes him. So he, he deflates back to normal and then smashes him with a water mallet. Yep. And then this is the best part of the episode, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. What does Mega Negaduck do, Owen? Well, he makes his escape by uh, using his water. His First off, he uses his vine powers to get down the cliff. And then he uses his water powers to part the, the bay like the Red Sea. Okay. Before we get to the best line of the episode... This scene is just awesome for a whole bunch of reasons. First of all, I love the background painting of St. Canard when he does this. Yep. It's such a great painting. It's all the way off in the horizon. You see the lights in the buildings reflected in the water. You get these wisps of clouds. The moon is in the sky reflecting off the water as well. And just the design of the buildings are just so great. And there's a little piece of music that plays here. That's really dramatic, especially for Darkwing Duck. It makes him feel like a monster. And it's you get a close-up of his like of his water feet as he's walking in the water. And then you're right, he parts the water like the Red Sea. It's a really, really great I think it's the best scene in the episode. Yeah, I would have to agree. But what does Liquidator say? <laughs> he says, Hey, say, how come I never thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> how come i never thought of doing that um so yeah they, they the four of them have to figure out how to stop mega negaduck and there's only one option here um who they have to team up with they have to team up with their their rival darkwing duck boy this late in the series the villains are teaming up with darkwing duck quite a bit yeah um so they they pull him out of the hole in the ground he's been stuck in and they're like, Darkwing, old pal, why don't we team up? And uh, Darkwing's elk. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, who has his, wait a minute. I think um, Liquidator's very last line in any Darkwing Duck episode is, I'm in trouble, need professional help, call Darkwing Duck. With that, Liquidator has no more dialogue in the rest of the episode. So that's the end of his, that's the end. That's no more jack angel as liquidator so um that's a shame yep and so darkwing at first says he can handle it on his own but he's so punch drug he can't even talk he calls negaduck niggy wigs <laughs> <laughs> i can handle niggy wigs handled singedly <laughs> yeah but he realizes he he does need he does need the help obviously because negaduck mega negaduck is laying waste to saint canard what is he doing 
He is zapping the buildings. He is flooding the streets. He is heating up the water with his electricity. He is running the vines through the buildings. He is just absolutely running amok in St. Canard. And he's laughing like Quacker Jack. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's taken over. He said if he had their powers, he'd take over the city in five seconds flat. And he just did. Um, so Darkwing is rafting down the the boiling river in the middle of St. Canard, and the the other four villains are just depressed, drinking drinking tea because <laughs> they have to use the hot water. Um, Quacker Jack's very last line in any episode is, "We're just trying to put this hot water to good use." Um, and Bushroot's very last line in any episode is, "Weak." Hey, if he has our powers, I bet he has our weaknesses, too. So with that, the three of them are not going to talk anymore in Darkwing Duck. And I, I have something I need to say about that, but I'll wait. Okay. And so Darkwing realizes, you know, let's get cooperative and turn Mega Negaduck's powers against him. Um, Owen, you love, this is your favorite episode with Net Liquidator. This is one of your top five. Discuss how we the final fight goes. Well... Uh, so this is called Operation Achilles Heel. Um, Good name. Yeah, so the first thing that Mega Negaduck does is try to zap Darkwing with his Megavolt powers, whereas Darkwing slides underneath him, on, under his feet, and Negaduck ends up zapping himself through the water, electrocuting him. So uh, that, was, that was a Megavolt foil. Um, and then, as as the fearsome four are taunting Negaduck, he starts to walk over to them where they pour cement on his legs. So that's a liquidator defeat all by itself. They humiliate yeah. him, and he falls over. As they're taunting him, the series is kind of coming full circle. As they're going, nah, 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 nah. Did you hear what the soundtrack is playing? It's no. playing all the way back from Beauty and the Beat. Reggie's a veggie, Reggie's uh, yeah. a veggie. It's playing that, and they're going na 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 na. So, do you think the na 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 is a bushroot weakness? Yeah, I think the the humiliating. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think so too, especially because they use that music. Um. So yeah, Negaduck falls over, drops the Mystic Eye, and Darkwing decides like a complete idiot to balance it on his fingers. <laughs> what happens? Well, it breaks and gives the Fearsome Four back their powers. Yep. And they decide, since they did such a good job working as a team, let's team up against Darkwing. <laughs> and they're going after him. And how does this episode end? Well, Darkwing says he called a little backup where Goslin and Launchpad show up in a Thunderquack and throw a net over the Fearsome Four. Why is Goslin in this episode? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad she's there. Like, hi, Goslin. You know, one shot literally with her in it. But um, would you say this is even an episode where you'd even count her being in it? Not really. So this is the last episode with no Goslin then. Since we're, since we're stating it now, this is the last one without her in it. From now on, she's in every other episode. But um, I'm sorry, Owen. What the heck is Annette going to do to stop these guys? <laughs> Especially uh, Liquidator. Yeah. Yep, I know. You, you can't freeze him. You can't turn him to gas. You can't do anything to him, but you can stop him with a net. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know what's worse, doing that or just tying them up and throwing them in the brig from Darkwing to Bloom. I was about to bring that up, yeah. <laughs> I think that one's worse because they're just tied up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just drop a net on them, and then Darkwing says, like I always say, it always helps to have a little help sometimes. Of course, that's what he always says, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. None of this would have happened if he had just accepted help. Um, but that's the end of Liquidator, Quackerjack, and Bushroot. They're done. We are never going to see them again. And I'm sorry, that's a gigantic shame. Yeah. Especially since we've gotten so much of Quackerjack and Bushroot. Yeah, I like Liquidator, but he was only in the five episodes. I feel like the fact that these guys did not show up in ABC Season 2 is almost criminal. Yeah, I agree. Like, like this is how it ends for these guys. I mean, Megavolt gets off okay. He gets three episodes next season. That's pretty good. Negadeth gets one. I would have liked more. But you know what really burns my biscuits? <laughs> to reference a later episode of the show. Um, the fact that Quacker Jack's time top shows up twice. And he doesn't. Yeah. But you know what? If this had to be the last episode, I guess it's okay. We got them as the Fearsome Five one last time. And we got a pretty cool ending out of it. You know, not counting the ridiculous net. Right. Um, so... Let's start rating this one. I'm going to let you start since it's one of your favorites. Uh, how many gas gun canisters would you give this episode? Well, uh, I'm going to go out and give it a straight five out of five gas Woo. gun canisters. Why is um, that? I, I just feel a, a sense of nostalgia to it. Like I said, it's one of the very first episodes I've ever watched. It wasn't the first, but it's one of the first I've watched. Um, it, it just felt very um, grand in scale. I think, you know, Mega Negaduck was probably the most powerful enemy that Darkwing has ever faced I'm not, um, in terms of power. Um, and I think the the addition, there's there's so much going on, such as like the Fearsome Four and their little subplot. You know, they they learn to work together um, in the beginning. They they hit Darkwing individually and then they're making fun of each other like Melonhead and Bush Brain in the, the cafeteria lunchroom. And now they're working together. Um, I think that was uh, a kind of a subplot that a lot of people don't realize at first, but um, I always I always liked that aspect of the episode. I just thought it was a very uh, well written, well animated episode uh, with my favorite characters for their last episode, for some of their last episodes. Awesome, awesome, Owen. I can't go quite as high, um, but I'm still gonna go really high regardless. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Um, I think the little issues I have with the writing bring it down a little bit for me. There's so much setup that I wish we could have gotten more Mega Negaduck. Yeah. Like, I wish that would have happened, like, midway through Act 2. Because um, they really rushed that ending. Yeah. Like, the last confrontation up on the roof goes by so fast. Um, I think they could have done more with this whole thing. Um, but it's still a really fun episode, getting to see all these villains, many for the last time, sadly. Um, I think the Demolition Duck stuff, stuff is hilarious. It's really <laughs> funny because it's so stupid. Yeah. Um, and the Huang Ho Hang, the Han Ho Huang Up animation is fun. Like, it's not dull. It's really entertaining. And it's just a really fun episode. I can't deny so many people love it. And man, Mega Negaduck is just so damn cool. Yeah, he is. So I got to give this one a four and a half. 
why don't we rate Mega Negaduck? I'm kind of, he's kind of his own villain. He's not really Negaduck anymore. Uh, so let's rate him too. Okay. Why don't you go first with that one? Well, this this might sound a little weird, but I'm going to give him a 25 out of 5 because Whoa. he is, he is uh, five times the villain uh, with all their powers, I guess. How come I never thought of doing that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, but uh, in all seriousness, I'd give him a, a 5 out of 5. I would do the same thing. I really think... Like if you had if if you asked me pick like the one shot like crazy like giant villains like super villains to pick it would be him Paddywhack and Bulba as the Steerminator would be like the yes. big three. I'd agree. With and that. the design is just fantastic. Like they were just careful enough to put all those pieces together and not make it look overwhelming or just a mess. And that that great pitch down Jim Cummings voice is really, really great. The yellow eyes. I just wish he had more screen time because that bit in the jail of him breaking out and parting the sea, it's just really well done. But then they beat him so fast because they only have like 30 seconds left in the episode and they have to rush through it. Um, And I'm kind of surprised they haven't, someone hasn't tried to bring this back. Like, this is something they could have brought back somehow. I wish they could have. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mega Negaduck is really cool. I really enjoy it. I love drawing him. In fact, during this recording, I've been sitting here doodling Mega Negaduck. <laughs> like, anybody, any of our friends listening, I don't know. I'll post it on our Facebook group so you can see it. I've just been doodling him all, all night. Um, really fun episode. Like I said, I think this is my last, like, really big favorite of the Disney afternoon episodes. The next three include one of my all time least favorites and a couple of decent ones, but like this is the last really good one. Um, last one I really enjoy. And I guess that's it for jailbird. Um, I'm happy we finally got to it. I'm glad to finally have you on a Darkwing episode. Yeah. So I was, uh, it's good to be here talking about one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, we've had you on a couple times before, but not for a Darkwing show. So I'm glad we finally did that. And um, I guess that brings us down to the end of Jailbird. So for anybody listening for the first time, we are the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all all podcast apps, um, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. We're also on YouTube. Um Lots, we have videos up on YouTube as well. A really great virtual panel Will Santana put together um, last summer during the height of the pandemic. Um, that was really great. And just all sorts of fun things. Um, I don't have any shout outs. Usually that's Will's department. Although I just want, I want to thank you, Owen, for being on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And our very next episode is, uh, unfortunately, we finally hit my least favorite Disney Afternoon Era episode. Um, and I don't know if Will likes this one very much either. Uh, it's Dirty Something, The Return of Ammonia Pine, pairing her with a villain who I like even less than her, if such a thing even existed. But that's all I'll say. I don't like Dirty Something, but it, maybe it'll be a fun episode. Um, join us. Please join us. It should be a fun discussion regardless. You can even have fun discussions with episodes you don't like. 
Uh, so that's, that's Dirty Something. Join us next week, folks, for that one. And until then, everybody, have a fantastic night and stay dangerous. Not everybody. Ought to get locked up just for wearing this ridiculous outfit. Ha, ha, ha.